Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Matthew 7, 13 and 14, Jesus himself was teaching, and he said, enter by the narrow gate. Everybody say that, narrow gate. Why should we? He says, because wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Do you ever stop to think just how exclusive the Christian faith is? Jesus is the only way. As Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, it's a concept that is offensive, even among other faith communities who claim to worship God. In his study, you'll learn more about the narrow gate of salvation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 4, as he begins his message, No Other Name. How many of you have heard the expression in English, all roads lead to Rome? Right? Did you know, I never knew this, that expression probably comes from a poem that was written in the year 1175. 1175, you know, and and it was just an observation that in Europe, pretty much any road you got on eventually was gonna take you to Rome. It was the center of the universe. But the idea kind of evolved into, you know, a cliche, all routes lead to the same destination eventually. Many people, most people, I would even say today, seem to apply that idea to faith. No matter what you believe, whatever you believe in, eventually it's all going to work out. Every religion, it's the same God. You know, I showed up one time, there was a, was a long time ago, but we, we had a, a Jewish guy in the church who had come to the Lord, and but his, his family was Jewish, and he passed away, and at first they, they were going to do just a Jewish funeral and, and made it very clear they didn't want any of us coming, and they finally relented a little bit, you know, and, and at the last minute invited us to come and participate, making it clear it was going to be a Jewish funeral and that he was being buried in a Jewish cemetery, and we were all like, listen, that's, that's fine. We understand, you know, you, your, your traditions and everything. We, we get it. We understand your traditions but, you know, we love him, and, and we'd, we'd like to be there and, and honor him. So, so anyway, I show up, and a few of us, graveside, you know, I showed up at the, at the very last minute. Actually, I think I was deliberately like 10 minutes late, which I don't usually do, but I wanted to just 
come in the background for that one. Um, and as I'm getting there, the, 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 the rabbi came, not running, but hurriedly coming my way and, and informed me that we were co-officiating that service. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, that's my understanding. We're doing this together, right? After all, it's the same God. Listen, the idea, and we do know we worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? We worship the God of the Hebrew Scriptures. We, 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 we know that. But it's not exactly the same, is it? Because if they have rejected their Messiah, if they're still trying to get to heaven by means of the law, do you understand not every Jewish person is going to heaven just like, just like in the same way that not every non-Jewish person is going to go to heaven. We understand that, right? It's through faith in Jesus. And we'll talk more about that. You know, 20 years ago, I was having a conversation with somebody after church, and she said to me, you know, you're kind of, you're making the Christian faith sound a little bit exclusive. And I said, yeah, that's because it is. And she just looked at me with wide eyes and shock. You know, it, 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 to me, it's shocking how many churchgoers seem to believe that our morality determines our destiny. In other words, that good people go to heaven and bad people go to hell. And it makes Jesus completely irrelevant to the equation. He didn't have to come. If good people are going to go to heaven and bad people are going to go to hell, well, then Jesus could have just stayed in heaven. He didn't have to be crucified. Now, Christianity is a little bit exclusive because Jesus, listen to me, Jesus excludes evil. This is so important. And he does so in love, because of love. Matthew 7, 13 and 14, Jesus himself was teaching. And he said, enter by the narrow gate. Everybody say that. Narrow gate. Why should we? He says, because wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because the reason there's so many who go in by the way of destruction, go into destruction by that wide, broad path, is because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. Listen, I, sh I wish I had grown up in a church that taught that more often. Narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. Now, the reason I say I wish I'd been in a church that taught that is because sometimes life is hard. Oftentimes, life is hard. Oftentimes, following Jesus is difficult. Man, I wish I had been taught that a little more clearly. Jesus concluded the thought that he says, there are few who find it. How many? Few. So the obvious question, to me at least, is how does a person find that narrow gate that leads to life? And that's the question that Peter's going to answer here in Acts chapter 4. In the first 12 verses that we're going to be looking at, remember, Peter had just he had just healed this man about 40 years of age, the Bible says. 
He was born lame. Every day he's hanging out, sitting there, laying there, whatever, outside the beautiful gate. They think it was the eastern gate of the temple. He was, he was there begging every day, every day. Everybody knew the guy, and they healed him. Peter and, and John came walking along, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the time of prayer, and they healed the guy. And so they, they walked into the temple courts together, which got everybody's attention because now the guy who had been lame all of his life, now he's jumping around, praising God inside the temple courts, and it, it draws a crowd. So Peter starts preaching, but then he was interrupted. And that's where we're picking it up. Acts chapter four, verse one. Now, as they spoke to the people, Peter and John, talking to the people, preaching the gospel, as they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them. Now, remember, the Sadducees were, they were a relatively small group of religious Jews, but, but they, were, they were different from the Pharisees. They didn't really, to kind of oversimplify, they didn't believe in the supernatural. They didn't believe in the resurrection. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't, they, they didn't read the prophets. They didn't read the Psalms. They didn't read any of those books. They only, only read the five books of Moses. That's all they focused on. And, but they were powerful politically because they were all wealthy men. And they had positions of, of great influence. And it's fascinating to look at it. It was the Pharisees who were primarily responsible for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But it was the Sadducees who were primarily responsible for the persecution of the church. Because you, you're saying God raised them from the dead. There is no resurrection from the dead. When you're dead, you're dead, and that's the end of the story. Don't be talking about this man anymore. And we're going to see that keep coming up, okay? Because the Sadducees were, what they taught and, and what they believed was being challenged by the apostles. The Sadducees came upon them, verse 2, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. Like I've been telling you, I really believe the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the message that you need to be meditating on, focusing on, and talking about. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.